clicking <laughs> <laughs> oh hello <laughs> yes oh good good am i at the right i almost said temperature i think that is uh how tired i must be my brain is just wrong <laughs> well that's fine i just woke up from a nap oh nice yeah i mean kind of <laughs> I've actually been taking really nice naps. We're in New York right now. And I think I forgot the like how nice it is to ha- be inside while it's raining outside. Oh, and so yeah. anytime now I'm in my hotel room and it's like raining on the glass, I'm like, well, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth being awake right now. <laughs> no. Although, do you know what I did do today? I have a present for you. Ah, a present. Yeah, you might have already seen it on Instagram, but you did, did. see it in its <laughs> <laughs> well. You didn't see it in its full glory, and I haven't taken a picture yet, so I'll send that to you later. Is it a book? book? It's a book. A book. You're never gonna guess what this is. Is it Quillerin's book? No, unfortunately, is not. It is not Sister City of Brotherly Crime. Sister <laughs> of Brotherly Crime. <laughs> We need that as a shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> I also love that we're immediately, like, scattered across <laughs> the, the wilds. Um, No, yeah, unfortunately not uh, City of Brotherly Crime. However, mm-hmm. so here's the story. Mm-hmm. I, today, we have a, a rare day in between things. We have a day off. So I slept in until so fucking late and then I woke up and I was like I am in New York City I should go outside and do something so (laughs) at like 3 p.m. I was like online like googling shit and was like what should I do that's like you know not I didn't want to do anything like super touristy I feel like I've done some touristy things in New York but I also know myself and I was like I know if, if I like try to do too much stuff like if I try to like go too far or basically if I overextend myself at all then I'll just get mad at New York City and like Mm, no mm -hmm, one needs mm -hmm. me just like mad at a city randomly so what I did what I found was the mysterious bookshop woo mysterious bookshop there's a whole bookstore that also kind of full circle I felt really great about because remember my story a while ago about how I thought that the mystery spot in Santa Cruz was a mystery book sh- bookstore, but it's no. not. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I saw this and I was like, I'm going there and it's going to end all the problems I've ever had with my life. <laughs> and um, did it? It did. It was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, it was super cute. And it was like kind of like hip and with it. Like they, they were like four like nerdy older gentlemen that worked there and they like all had 
like were busy like they were all it wasn't just like one of those really sleepy bookstores like Mm -hmm. they were fielding calls from people like talking about book clubs and like a once a once a month book that gets sent out to people and Mm. it's like oh you guys are on it um and then obviously I talked to them about the cat who and the podcast and they directed me to the cat who section in which I found it's called the cat who companion oh and it's not written by Lillian Jackson Brown but it is oh this is the most spark notes of all spark notes book <gasps> what yeah it has like i'm actually going to send it to you because it has a complete list of characters <laughs> a list of characters no yep. i don't want that <laughs> oh you're I getting bumble around with names <laughs> nope you're pulling your weight now <laughs> no i want to forget and be corrected <laughs> they're alphabetical bitch <laughs> what actually Um, that's probably perfect because all i remember is like first letters (laughs) (laughs) well it's i think it's by last name so that might throw you off oh that'll definitely throw me off yeah but you know what else is in here so it has the plots of every single cat who book and then my personal favorite section is the cat delicacies section in which it talks all about Coco and Yum Yum's diet. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Bah, ha, ha. And there's even an interview at the very back with Lillian Jackson Braun mm. that I think this author did with her. So that shall be interesting as well. Wow. Yeah. It's like our podcast before podcasts were a thing. That's what I kind of, I was kind of reading this like, is this just like a fan a super fan that <laughs> like just did this and it's yeah. like basically what we're doing <laughs> maybe is she still alive can we interview her oh my god wait sharon a feaster i, I don't can know please... is that her that's the author oh, yeah. yeah i wasn't speaking to you julia i was speaking to sharon <laughs> a feaster please contact us immediately we need you on our show yes um, but so look for that in the mail. In I'm sending it to you. I will look for that. I will definitely look for that. <laughs> so I also have a fun, not sort of cat who book, but not cat who book. Um, oh. I don't think we can read it now. I think it actually comes later in the series. And I hesitate to even mention it because it has not come <gasps> up yet. I think it's How like a you? it's like a spin-off. Oh, what? So it's not a spin-off. Don't that was the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez, get me all excited. <laughs> it's um it's by Lillian Jackson Braun, but really it's by Quillerin. It's Quillerin's book that he writes. <gasps> His um You have City of Brotherly Crime? No, the book that he keeps saying that he's going to write but hasn't yet. <gasps> he finishes a book he, that is kind of a spoiler he finishes a book <laughs> it's definitely a spoiler it's the stories that he collects from moose county from all the old people oh my gosh that was mentioned so long ago i thought he had just shelved that indefinitely no he publishes it apparently at some point in the series and lillian jackson braun writes a copy of it and i have it <laughs> holy crap there's so much ancillary cat who material too because i have like 
a much smaller little book that I sent you a picture of that was like Quillerin's journals, I think. Like Lillian Jackson Braun writing out Quillerin's journal. Oh, do we have the same thing? No, no, this isn't like a compilation of things. Oh. This is like, oh. well, it's like maybe a compilation, but of his own like thoughts. It's not him interviewing anyone. I think it's him being like, oh, I invited uh, Bushy over for a, for a drink tonight and Coco just yelled at us the whole time. Oh, well, great. We can read that too. <laughs> There's so much extra cat who material. There's so much extra stuff. Guys, do you like the podcast? Because we apparently can keep doing it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. We have at least another year of material. Yeah. More if we keep breaking it up into smaller bits. <laughs> <laughs> he is well I'm excited about the um Quillerin's book because I read the like inside flap and it gave away quite a spoiler and so I'm really excited to come out oh, with it shit. but I'm not going to because it's gonna I'm assuming gonna be in a cat who book at some point oh my god but we haven't gotten there yet I think it's close though Oh my. Do you know what I'm having flashbacks of right now? So you guys, when we were growing up, Julia and I were reading Harry Potter at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and Julia's a goddamn faster reader than I am. It's a little bit of behind the scenes here for us. Uh, but, you know, our family only got like, you know, the one copy of each book. But we obviously both wanted to be reading them at the same time. And there was a point where I think it was even mom was like, well, you know, Julia reads them faster. So just let her do it. And I was like, I'm going to kill everyone. I'm just going to, I'm going to lose my damn mind. <laughs> and so Julia would read them faster. And do you know, do you remember what you would do? You would be like, uh, like, as I would be reading it later, I would finally get the book and I'd be so excited. I'd be like reading it my little, you know, sad, slower clip but still so excited and you go over my shoulder and you'd be like, Oh, something big's about to happen. <laughs> I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was, I don't think it was actually that I was a faster reader than you. I think I'm just more of a night owl than you. And so I would stay up for like 36 hours and just read the entire thing straight. Oh, that is true. You would do that. I, I would not. <laughs> yeah unfortunately I, I was not I mean I love Harry Potter I also love me some sleep <laughs> so I didn't quite go the full Harry Potter experience I stayed up pretty late a couple times but yeah no, I never all-nightered it like you did yeah I think that's that's a fun that's a fun little quirk of mine I'm not very in to, I don't get very excited about things very easily, but when I do, I all of a sudden do not need <laughs> sleep, food, <laughs> bathroom breaks. You're not like a casual any person. Sort of social interaction. <laughs> You're like I'm either like just just like casual and hanging out, or I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of all or nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair because that actually makes sense because my even clip is kind of just like standard like you have to really prod <laughs> me to be like hey go a little faster <laughs> <laughs> oh my well 
guys, welcome to Paranormal Cativity. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Here we are in all of our nerdy glory talking about the good old days of staying up and stealing books from uh, siblings during the Harry Potter years. Yeah. Um, and if you stay into the end, we'll tell you what houses we're in. Oh, man. That's a hook I've heard of. <laughs> It actually might be kind of surprising because I know what house Julia's in and I don't think you'd guess it. Um, I think they might. <laughs> really? You think so? Okay, well. Yeah. I actually don't know what house you're in. Really? No. I, I think I know your Patronus, though. Okay, you'll have to remind me because I think I forgot what my Patronus is. <laughs> <laughs> I, know I, did the, I know I did the site a while ago, but I forget, I think. But you probably remember because you have a better... Well, I don't want to say you have a better memory, but most of the time you do. My experience with my life when is I, that you... <laughs> when I choose to remember things, I have a better memory. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> yeah, so uh, start taking bets now. What uh, what houses are uh, Julia and I in? Yes. And we'll tell you at the end. Hopefully we remember and I won't have to try to cut this out. <laughs> 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 or like... Add it, add us in like a little weird tag of us being like, <laughs> surprise for uh, this. That's it. Surprise. Just like 30 hat. seconds of us being weird. Yeah. <laughs> add it in oh, clip. God. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, All Frankenstein right in there. Together. I did have to do that for one of the, um, one of the Patreon uh, audio little kitty world news that we do because if you remember we, our call got cut off our recording got cut off like like we I mean we had like just finished basically we just hadn't been like oh bye and oh, so we were mm-hmm. we're kind of mid-sentence and then it kind of cut <laughs> off and then I think we just texted of like oh yeah I think we were done like it's fine and then I got I was editing it and I was like oh no we were not done <laughs> so I did a little recording of me being like sorry guys um hey bye hi bye <laughs> Oh, awkward oh my oh my me oh my well guys we are today talking about the cat who wasn't there the cat who wasn't there who luckily i think we can say because i think it happens pretty fast luckily there we do get back to the cats pretty quickly so yes, in this section we do they weren't there for the actual murder but i'm assuming that they're going to be there for the rest of the book yes i agree um yes so this is the cat who wasn't there and this is chapter segment uh five through eight five through eight right yes okay good i was waiting for you to be like five through nine and then be like damn it (laughs) (laughs) no i actually went back in our text messages because as you were reading and i was being like hey are you how are you reading are you done reading yet like i was being a jerk and then i was like oh god did i read the right chapters (laughs) that like i set out I i did not go by what you set out i just go by the percentage at the bottom of my kindle once i get to 50 i was like i'm done (laughs) (laughs) all right great i'm glad that my planning goes to nothing (laughs) oh my well guys we if you'll recall we had a murder last time poor irma hasselrich of pickaxe county or pickaxe of moose county pickaxe is unfortunately no longer with us 
she deceased abroad deceased she became deceased oh god i don't think that's correct (laughs) (laughs) she deceased abroad that's so dumb (laughs) yeah um oh no you take it from here (laughs) (laughs) so i was at a work meeting this afternoon i had to stay late was at a work meeting Mm. but one of the so I work for a nonprofit. So in the nonprofit world, one of the people at uh, the meeting was like a reverend or a pastor or whatever um, of a church. And he he was talking about um, a member of his community who had like died a while ago. And the way he put it, I was like, oh, interesting. I've never heard that before. He said that she um, made her transition <gasps> and is now an ancestor. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's nice. That's the most respectful goddamn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Irma has transitioned into an ancestor. Yes. At this point in time. Oh, yeah. That feels a little too classy. That feels like a little more. I, I know. That's, I mean, not necessarily the mood of this book, but. No, no. We, <laughs> we can use it. I do feel like that some of the characters might use some, like the classy-ass uh, rich sisters might use something like that, or uh, I don't know. I feel like someone in Moose County would would enjoy that. Yeah, Polly might enjoy that. That's true. Polly would. She's a classy broad. Yeah, she's a classy lady. So, if you'll recall, Irma dies while the Bonnie Scott's tour, they've like named their tour group of uh, pickaxe, pickaxe residents who are now in Scotland traveling around. And uh, Irma has been found dead in her bed in the morning by Polly, who was her roommate. So that is very sad. And the group decides whether or not they're going to continue the tour or if they're going to all disband. And they basically disband. Like some of them continue the tour, but then the tour I mean, people kind of drop off pretty quickly. And then the people who stay basically are just like, this isn't fun. And then Quill mm-hmm. and, and Polly actually bail. So we start kind of in the middle of like where we left off and where we started this, uh, this segment. Because in the last section, we got a couple ancillary characters dropping off. And in this section, we have, I think, first chapter they're still in scotland but then um Quillerin and polly kind of peel off pretty quickly not before one big thing does happen while they're still in scotland as they're they do a couple more stops and they're just on their tour on their historical tour and uh they are taking it a little bit easier than did irma was getting them up pretty early in the morning and uh, they've been sleeping a little bit later but they're still doing the system of le- leaving their bags out um oh wait no that already happened the jewels already got stolen no that was that was this this segment so the we when we left off we kind of got a hint that the bus driver was not returning oh right okay i got confused but he hadn't actually not returned yet right when when we come in in this section i guess they had Oh my goodness, did you hear that scampering? I didn't. Was there some scampering? There was some definite scampering. Um, Chuni has worms. Oh, no. 
<laughs> big old gross ones that are coming out his booty. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. mean, I know, but <laughs> yeah. So before <laughs> before we move on with the story, little kitty update. Oh, so I went home for Mother's Day and brought Chuni and Mushu home like normal and we were just going about our business and all of a sudden um Marlin our sister looks at the floor and is like um guys I think this is a tapeworm oh no so um we it just like totally went over my head because I was like not about to believe there was a tapeworm on the floor but then when we went over and looked there absolutely was like fully grown tapeworm on the ward on the the floor and it was super gross so like a big um, one like not even I've only seen the like little ones like a big one it was probably like four or five inches long I know I like basically made you say that but I I regret (laughs) it all (laughs) it was it was real gross. Oh, God. Okay. Whew. Okay. Yeah. So everyone was very quick to blame Chuni. <laughs> <laughs> well, and apparently rightly so. And rightly so, but still he gets blamed for everything. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Poor guilty guy. <laughs> yeah, poor little guy. No, it's my fault because he is an indoor cat here and he's only ever home in Virginia for like a weekend at a time. But he is an outdoor cat when he's there and I always forget that. And oh. so he has unfortunately not been treated for worms. My bad. Oh. Sorry, Chuni. So, poor little guy, yeah, but he's still back in Virginia right now. Um, he had a vet appointment, and he's all up to date on his shots now, oh, and good. he's been treated for worms. Oh, good. So, um, but yeah, since he's back in Virginia, Mushu is just free and out on the town in my apartment and he is running amok oh so back that was the scampering i was like oh, that was the scampering yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the so scampering yes sc- scampers scampers around oh buddy well yeah oh oh god yeah sorry juni gross i know Sorry, Chuni. Well, luckily, that's a that's a cat update. (laughs) Oh, it is lucky that worms are as gross as they are. They are pretty easy to treat. Yeah, no, they totally are, and they're not like. I mean, obviously, you don't want them, but they're not like life-alteringly damaging. Right. Yeah, because I mean, you always catch them because they're so gross, and then. Yeah, you get them treated. I mean, all of my cats yeah. had them when we first got brought them in. Yeah, I mean, my cats did too in Albania. I just never saw them out. <laughs> oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, I they never. I mean, Ari had like that gross distended worm belly, you know? Oh, that's so Where sad. she was like, I know, she was like so gross and like scrawny, but like oh. super fat and round and bloated. So I know she had them, but she got treated. Like my vet treated her before they started coming out. Well, that's good. That's good that they caught so, that early. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was a street cat. They were going to treat her for it regardless. Right. Yeah. Good point. But yeah, but all, both of my cats got treated for it before I ever had to deal with a full worm. Ugh. Well, 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 well. 
All right. Well, that was Worm Corner. Hello? Oh, I lost you. Midworm talk. (laughs) Midworm talk. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Oh, I just was saying um, that the worms that I saw were smaller. And then I paused dramatically. And then I said, uh, well, that's been Worm Corner. And you didn't laugh. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for that. (laughs) Womp womp. You didn't hear my hilarious joke. I actually Uh, did hear your hilarious joke. I must have lost you, like, immediately after you said that. So you did laugh? I did laugh! (laughs) (laughs) Except now you could say you did, and I'd never know. (laughs) No, I think I even had a couple of things to say after that, and then you never responded, and I was like, oh, man. Oh, don't you turn this on me. Call drop. Call dropped. Call dropped. Um, yeah, I actually think that was my fault. I plugged my phone in, and that's when it happened. Oh, your phone is so delicate. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, where were we before all of this? <laughs> um, so before all of this, we were talking about the bus driver because he had not <gasps> totally yes. abandoned like we got the hint that he was about to abandon the tour but he hadn't actually abandoned the tour yet so yes. when Irma died I think when we left off it was like the next day but they had a couple of days of downtime so they didn't yes. necessarily need to like get up and pack and move right away they had like a day or two in whatever town they were in that's true to just kind yeah. of like chill and hang out so when we picked up this time they were um they were at the point where they were done where they were um in Irma's plans and uh they were supposed to be picking up and moving and doing another like castle bog lock distillery hotel day yeah. of yes. of traveling um so i guess they i guess it it kind of does it where they like they get up they do their routine they like eat breakfast they put their bags out for the bus driver to come pick up and put on the bus and he does right he comes and picks up all of the bags and puts them on the bus but then he disappears and no one ever sees him again so the bags end up on the bus but then he doesn't come back after breakfast to actually drive them and so they're all sitting around waiting being like well we're packed up and ready to go but like where's our driver should we like go look for him like what just happened yeah so I think they like call the hotel and like kind of call around but no one can find any information about him they don't know his last name they don't have like a phone number from Irma there was just like some random guy driving a bus that she hired so yep. they finally decide to just like leave him and keep going so Quiller and volunteers to drive and a couple of <laughs> other people volunteer to like guide and like do the like tour speech as he's driving so they just like well, kind of they kind of make their way but he decides he 
makes someone someone doesn't volunteer to do those things Colin's like well I'll drive as long as someone else gives the history tour and someone else navigates oh well and Quillerin's a high maintenance driver yeah I just wanted to point out that he was a little bit of a diva (laughs) (laughs) but he does end up liking it he makes a lot of cranky little comments about how like he's cheaper as a driver and everyone's like oh you're driving quill your driving is just great and he's like yeah and cheaper too and <laughs> i think he gets a little like a little into it yeah but yeah that's right i forgot about that because they get it's not until they get to the next inn where they're staying and that's when they discover the missing bag because all the bags are brought out from underneath the bus mm-hmm. and uh one of the the rich eccentric sisters discovers that she's missing a bag and she immediately blames her sister which i mean <laughs> that's that probably happened <laughs> well it sounds like the sister does all the work anyway <laughs> it does they had such a weird system the sister was like packing for her and like doing all this like other shit while she just like lounged showered. in bed yeah and, like showered yeah oh yeah like i'm gonna take a shower when i come out this better be done <laughs> yeah it's like what so she was like, oh, it must be my sister's fault. And then it turns out that, like, they don't, they still don't know. We truly don't know. But the investigation starts. Everyone's kind of like, oh, well. We, we highly suspect. Yeah, the bus driver disappeared. And now your bag's gone. Like, what was in your bag? And she's like, oh, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewels. And they're like, all right, well, oh, okay, great. <laughs> um, that solves it. No shoes. So creepy. <laughs> Is he creeping on you? He's creeping on me. I just heard like a thump and I looked over and his face is like over my shoulder. Wushu, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to uh do you want to weigh in here? Wanna grace us with your purrs, bud? Did you even read the book, Mushu? Because if you didn't, you better get out of here. Yeah, he's not a reader. Mushu. Mushu. So what happens next? I don't think anything else really noteworthy happens in scotland does it um i don't think so cooler and drives around for a while then he and paul i think he and polly both kind of decide at the same time well he goes to polly and is like i'm leaving and she's like yeah i'll join you yeah she's, <laughs> she's like, like you want company really want to be here yeah yeah so so Quillerin upgrades them to first class when he changes their tickets, which is mm. a nice little nice little treat for them. Oh my god, if I were the billionaire that he is, I would fly everyone I know first class. Just <laughs> for <laughs> kicks and giggles. So nice. I know. And they were back in the day when flying was actually a luxury, and so it sounds really nice. <laughs> oh my god, they had like a full menu. Like that menu was like 14 items long apparently oh, it sounded like they were at a like five-star restaurant it did with, like they white tablecloths oh <laughs> like, that's right they had tablecloths order oh my god they walked around you know how like on planes now they walk around with coffee to top you off with coffee or to like give you a little thing of that they were doing that with champagne <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> like oh god take although to be fair i have never flown first class so they might actually do that in first class i wouldn't know that's true i actually wouldn't either (laughs) but i do know that flying internationally you do get free alcohol so (laughs) you might still get topped off with champagne if you wanted to 
I don't think you always get free alcohol because I definitely did not get free alcohol when I flew to to our if trip you, last year. If you fly, not a budget line. <laughs> you keep yeah. saying yeah. that, and I think everyone should get free booze, even if you're trying to save a buck, especially if you're trying to save a buck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if you fly like a set air, like a not budget airline, if you fly like a, like United or like... I don't where else what else do I like Air Austria I think I flew last time I feel like you're calling my airline a knockoff I feel like you're like that your airline was a knockoff <laughs> I can yeah what did, what did you fly Iberian thing. yeah it was Iberian yeah yeah for everyone who cares out there if you're flying direct LA to Barcelona on Iberian you do not get free alcohol <laughs> but you do only pay $400 round fucking trip you guys I will speak about this until the day I die <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll call them out for uh for their non-alcohol use but or non-alcohol service but it is you really can't me. beat that price so just buy your own alcohol <laughs> <laughs> I actually had just gotten there too I was like you know what for all the fucking money I saved on what that that trip would have cost yeah, I should probably, probably... Not be complaining. <laughs> saved enough to pay for all of the alcohol and all of the food that we ate on that trip (laughs) probably true (laughs) oh man so yeah so they fly back first class um quillering gives polly on the plane they have some lovely conversation and then he gives her um a little brooch from his uh like family crest a peacock a little peacock which we grew up with peacocks that are like yeah, it's... that's true. That's also the same pin or brooch or whatever that he gives to, like, every lady he knows. I know. He does the Batwing cape thing again, which, like, <laughs> I was okay with the Batwing cape for some reason. But with this, I was like, all right. Like, don't give me yeah, the exact come on. same thing. Give, like, a little bit different of a thing to the rest of the women. You're not, like, I don't know. Make Polly feel a little bit special. Like, I guess we haven't yeah. gotten to a place if she does have any feelings about that but and I'm like a pretty chill person but I think even I would have to be like all right that's a little bit of a bummer you did the exact same thing for like seven other people (laughs) yeah I'd be kind of bummed about it especially since they're the same people that he also bought the batwing capes for (laughs) right yeah that it's like such a pattern and like that's fine but yeah it's like give Polly like a bigger peacock or give Polly the peacock and give all of them like cute squirrels or something like i don't know (laughs) something different (laughs) yeah but yeah so he basically one of the chapters uh so once he gets home he you know kind of goes on his i feel like every every book we get his oh oh my oh was that headbutting (laughs) that was mushu headbutting oh mushu (laughs) stop headbutting the phone bud i know you want to (laughs) come hang out though yeah, he likes hanging out. Oh, buddy. He feels so safe now that Judy's not <laughs> And your hanging out makes our audio sound so bad. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, swoosh. Swoosh. I did really like your uh, purring ASMR. I think you should do those more often. <laughs> yeah, Mushu's got a nice strong purr. He really does. Um... Oh, shoot. Where were we? Uh... Um, on the plane. Oh, another thing that happens on the plane. Polly pulls out a secret file that she kept hidden. Oh, yeah. 
Um, apparently she passed all of Irma's planning documents over to what's his name? Oh yeah, Larry. Larry, who was leading the trip from now on, but she kept like one or two things for herself, and one of them was a uh, a letter between Irma and Katie, yeah. a mysterious Katie who we don't know, um, who was apparently Irma's contact in Scotland and helped her plan um, a lot of the trip, but it was a letter describing um, Bruce. No, but I forget too. <laughs> uh oh. Bryce? No. Oh no. We should look it up. Hang on. We should look it up. Um describing Katie's brother who is the missing bus driver and um her recommendations for him as a bus driver and his background which was apparently a scandalous one sort of that he was previously incarcerated for a mysterious crime that we do not know but we are thinking it might be jewel theft (laughs) well we have we've got some pretty good leads on that (laughs) on that having Um, been jewel thievery yeah since he is currently a potential jewel thief yeah um but yeah apparently irma and katie um it sounds like had been friends a while ago and maybe she and not bruce the bus driver it is bruce i was wrong yes i got it i stand corrected (laughs) i cannot believe it it's the first time i'm gonna just whoo i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, guys the hulk is my favorite adventure of course i remember that name (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i just lost my mind and was like have you seen endgame yet but then i was like don't do that here we're on a totally different thing (laughs) we'll talk about that later (laughs) yeah and also i absolutely haven't because i still haven't seen the last one oh my god what's wrong with you i don't know i lost track of all of it okay here's the thing i'm gonna just all fell apart so many came out while i was in albania that i just like haven't (sighs) i know that yet okay i hear you i hear you i'm just gonna say this and you're gonna have to trust me if you (laughs) like the hulk you need to get caught up and see the newest one (laughs) <laughs> all right fine just you gotta do it and i, I gotta do it hopefully I do like, there I do are like other cool. nerds out there who listen who are listening now and screaming at us through their car radio <laughs> <laughs> is that how people listen to podcasts <laughs> i listen to it in the car oh my god you know oh. nothing about podcasts <laughs> i don't know what podcasts are. <laughs> this is just a phone call to me <laughs> Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Lest we forget. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, you were right, Bruce. Okay, I stand corrected. (laughs) Bruce Gow, it's shown in... Well, no. Oh, shit. That's not even shown yet. That's a spoiler. (laughs) Oh, no. Ah. They do find Katie, though. Yeah, they do find Katie. Well... They, yes. Was there something else about Bruce? Oh, yeah, there was something else about Bruce. Um, 
so we don't get the the full relationship of how Irma knew Katie, but it sounds like um she and Bruce had at some point been close in the past. I feel like you said Bruce with just a little bit too much sass. <laughs> but Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. I feel like that was directed at me and I feel attacked. <laughs> it was not, but we can pretend it was. <laughs> oh god so yes so we think that yeah bruce could have yeah it's very i mean especially aside from irma having snuck out with him every night or you know multiple nights on the trip right there is something in the letter kind of hints at like them having known each other for a long time it doesn't say exactly how but it does say that we do learn that um irma knows Katie from art school and Irma lived in Scotland apparently and met Katie there and then we don't get confirmation yet but we think started dating her brother potentially potentially before he yeah. went to jail because <laughs> he... he went to jail for something maybe for thievery yeah so that was a really cute moment because Quillerin was like oh good job Polly like good <laughs> sleuthing and then you get this moment of being like oh my god, what would this be like if it was like a woman involved in the sleuthing too? And then it really quickly she's like, oh, I'm not interested anymore and like talks about something else. And it's like, But she does follow up with it. She um, does, that's true. After, because there was something that they were looking for that she was like, oh, it's probably in Irma's handbag but I gave that away to the family. Or I sent that back with the body when the family... Um, oh, that's something that we found out in Scotland. <laughs> The body never made it back to Lewis County. Oh, shit. How did we forget that? Well, it's not actually that important. So Quillerin call No, the cat sitter. What's her name? Yeah. Um, is it? Mil- Mildred. Mildred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mildred calls Quillerin in the middle of the night and is like, oh, just checking in. Um because she had gotten the time change wrong which yeah fair <laughs> that was really funny yeah she calls him at like, like 3 a.m and i think it's because it's with those like old rotary phones it just is like super loud at like 3 a.m and he's like whoa god my house is like the cats. the cats are dead and she's like hi how you doing she's like oh just check him in don't mind yeah. me how's your lunch <laughs> yeah 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 right. how's lunch going yeah you gotta be earned it's like <laughs> yeah um but you know her juicy piece of go- gossip is that they haven't had the funeral yet because irma has not made it back and what's her name quillerin's lady doctor friend melinda who went back- melinda went who went back with the body did make it back but something about customs and shipping and the body just kind of like went all over the place oh my god yeah the the number of places they listed it was like it went to colorado but then it also went to like atlanta and that was like the last place like it was getting routed back yeah to it was moose like county it was like it landed in the u.s but then instead of going to moose county it went to like moose village canada or something like that so then it routed like to denver and then like back through chicago and then atlanta and then like yeah it like got bounced around a bunch yeah it did finally make it to moose county um but much later than expected yeah yeah and uh 
I don't know. It did seem a little bit suspicious, but I guess, you know, as things happen, I, I don't think we're supposed to really suspect um, Melinda or the fact that the body was all over the place of anything yet. Yeah. Although, I mean, who knows? It could factor in at the end. It could. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how yeah, I don't it know would, either. but it might. Yeah. Just a, just a, a thing to note. Yeah, just to keep a keep a little little ear out, keep your little sleuthy ear open for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that, oh, do you think of something else? I did think of something else. One other thing that I am personally suspicious of. Ooh. <laughs> but it did not do it. Like nothing came of it uh-huh. yet. Um. So. Quillerin and Arch were rooming together and at one of the hotels after the murder they get a uh, they get tea delivered to their room oh yeah oh that shit. was yeah <laughs> I forgot about and that was, yeah Quillerin opens the door and he's like oh we didn't order tea and the guy was like it's um the house it's from the kitchen or you know like whatever it's like free for you mm-hmm. and then so they like set it up on the table and I was immediately suspicious I was like Quillerin don't you dare drink that tea That's true <laughs> I forgot about that because I you're right as soon as he was like we didn't order tea I was like you guys are about to literally both die like, I don't care that you're both like gonna get poisoned right now yep yep like you're both yeah. dead but yeah they both drank it and then I you're right no I neither of them drank it oh they didn't no, neither of them drank it because they they like set it up, and I was like so nervous about it. I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna about to get poisoned right now." Yeah. And then Arch was waiting for a phone call from Junior, and they he heard the phone ring, um, and he stood up, and his sweater got caught on the <gasps> end of the tray, oh, and it pulled right. the tea off, and so everything just like spilled all over the floor. Oh, that's right. So neither of them actually drank the tea. I am still very suspicious about it. Okay. But we don't actually know who sent it or if it was poisoned. It could just be like a thing that they were making fun of Arch for wearing a sweater. I don't know. They kind of <laughs> did. Like Lillian Jackson Braun definitely got into that joke. Like he like there was like a whole big deal about him buying the sweater in the first place. And then, yeah, the idea of like this big wool sweater catching on like a tiny little teacup and like bringing it all to the ground was really funny. Yeah. But anyway, they did not drink. Okay. I'm so glad you brought that up because I would have completely, I like totally thought they drank it and I had dismissed that as a clue, but that is a clue. Yeah. Or at least it could be a clue. Yeah, that's true. At least a little blip. Yeah. Someone could have been trying to take Quillerin or Arch or both of them out. That's true because we could find out that the way that whatever poison sort of, because I think at this point, no one knows this yet back in Moose County. Um, everyone still thinks that Irma just had a heart attack, but Quillerin, um, when he does get home, does talk to the, he goes straight to um, Andrew Brody, the police chief, the one and only, the only policeman in Moose <laughs> County, and says like, hey, I know that you've heard that she had a heart attack, but I'm really suspicious that there were maybe drugs involved that like mimicked a heart attack. And so we might find out that the way that those drugs were given to her were through a complimentary tea. A complimentary tea. But then I guess we'd have to know why uh, 
oh my god why did i just forget her name irma no it's melinda no it's embarrassing that her irma's roommate quillern's oh polly polly oh my god hello what's wrong with me (laughs) oh all of a sudden your memory's great and i'm forgetting names (laughs) thanks a lot (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no um yeah we'd have to account for why paul if it was brought to the room like it was for arch and quillerin i mean maybe it was meant for polly (gasps) we we don't know oh shit you're right because then that would come like get back into tie back into the storyline that does also one of the biggest things that happens back in moose county is that quillerin does see the bearded man and he does find out who the bearded man is which i think i fucked up last episode because i think i said that the bearded man they found out was um the director of the shakespeare the play well i think that's a different bearded man so i think that might have been the bearded man in in the library but he wasn't necessarily the bearded man that was attached to the massachusetts car Yes. No. You're so totally Quillerin sees another car. It's not. Um. I think before it was a maroon car. So mm-hmm. now he sees. He's been seeing a like a beige car. So it's a different car, but it, they both have Massachusetts license plates. Yeah. Um, and it's like I think it's the same car. It's just a different color. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's unclear. But either or, way. Yeah. It has the plates. Yeah. It has the Massachusetts license plates um, and a beardy man and a beardy man yeah this time he sees the driver and he's like that's a bearded man yep <laughs> who is yep, that yep. so he asks around and it's a new chef yeah at, at a hotel yeah it's the new chef at um oh i forget what the that the one uh restaurant is the the one fancy one I think it's at that one, the like one. Oh my god, I should look. You know what else this companion book has? It has a map of pickaxe in it. <gasps> a map. Yep. Well, here it is. Oh. No, it's like a big map. It's not like one that has the restaurant on it. Maybe. Oh, then no, it does. The Old Stone Mill. Old Stone Mill. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Old Stone Mill. Oh my god, this is Coco's map of Moose County. That's hilarious. <laughs> Coco would have a map. Coco he doesn't need a map. He doesn't leave the barn. I know, and he's also so intuitive. He fucking knows when bodies are, when people die in like other countries. He can intuit where things are. He doesn't need to write them down. Oh my gosh, that was one of my favorite scenes. I think of all the cat who books when Quillerin was like, Coco knows everything. I'm just gonna interrogate him. Oh my fucking <laughs> god. I'm so glad we're here because. There's really not a ton that, like, happens in this section, but that is a shining star. (laughs) Cat cozy mystery literature. (laughs) So funny. And I think it was funnier because I have definitely gotten to that crazy cat lady point where I'm just like, I know you understand me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, you get to that point where you're looking at your cats and you're like, it's strange that you're not answering me back. (laughs) Like, can you just nod, please? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just need some, just one tiny thing. So basically, Quillerin gets right there. He uh, really gets to a point with himself and with Coco 
because um, it's because of a couple different um, things that happen. So there are like a couple littler things that happen where, um, yeah, what was it? It was like, I think Quillerin remembers about the yowl again. And then there's something else about like, he's playing back his uh, tape recorder that he. Yeah, because he finds, I think it was yum yum was like under he like trips over yum yum underneath the carpet and he's like there's something down there oh yeah yeah (laughs) so he pulls it up and it was um one of mildred's tarot cards oh right yeah and it has coco's telltale fang marks in it (laughs) that's right so good yeah and it was the the card that she had pulled that indicated that a woman on the trip was going to have some troubles yes 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 in that vague tarot card way right and i think we talked about it before um when we initially talked about the the tarot card reading that initially quillern was like oh well that's obviously polly because you know she's been in danger she's been stalked Mm -hmm. uh sounds like her the description but it turns out the description also fits irma and now that irma is dead Quillerin and Quillerin finds the card it makes him go back through his own recordings too because he recorded the tarot card mm-hmm. session too yeah so he goes back and he kind of discovers himself like oh that was Irma actually um, yeah. and then gets all uh all um uh what's the right word he just gets very up in his own brain about being like well, that was Irma, and how could Coco know? And Coco yowled from across the seas, and what's yeah. going on? Coco's known for for this whole time what was going to happen, and he knows everything. And so he like sits Coco down on the chair, and he's like, "Coco, tell me." Yeah, he was like, "You tell me everything right now." <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of yeah. goes through like a back and forth where Quillerin starts asking like yes or no questions. Or, like, kind of, like, you know, oh, it does... Yeah, I forget the actual questions he asked. Like, did Irma die of natural causes and Coco will, like, you know... Or was was Irma, you know, murdered? Or Mm -hmm. was it foul play? And Coco will, like, yowl. And then he'll ask another question and Coco will stay silent. And it's all, like, really specific. And then it builds up to a point where he's, like... Coco's kind of like on the fence about a question and then Quillerin gets frustrated and he's like Coco is my name and I forget the actual name that he uses but it's something so ridiculous I should probably look it up (laughs) it's like Freddie McFiggins or something like that yeah it's like Ron Burgundy it's something (laughs) like very silly and Coco um I think Coco yowls right yeah he yells a yes and then lunges at the fly he's been like hunting in the air the entire time i found it ronald frobnitz oh my goodness (laughs) so yeah so we get it's again that like i feel like that's that always the line of these books is that quillera gets to it's so like reverent of cats and it's so like they're so smart they're so you know whatever whatever and then at the very end, right, when you're like, oh, my God, they're, like, fucking paranormal. Like, they can guess everything. They know everything. <laughs> they they're want us to be their children or they want to be our children. <laughs> and then at the last minute, it just does that, like, turn back to, like, oh, God damn it. You're just chasing a fly. Yeah. Is that what you've been doing this whole time? Were you rolling in the morning because you were, like, chasing a fly? Like, it always comes back to, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. 
and a little frustrating but you know what yes we shall see there was one other thing i think in that whole um interrogation of coco (laughs) the interrogation of coco um (laughs) i think it was before that quilleran was also listening through some more because he's gonna write um uh like a piece on scotland and castles and stuff for his uh for the quill pen for his uh uh column at the moose county something which is the real name of that newspaper i did not make that up um (laughs) it remains the moose county something Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so he's playing back the recordings of some of the, um, different parts of the, the tour and he gets to one where, cause initially he was like, no, like, no. Cause I think someone asked, maybe Polly asks like, Hey, Bushy took a lot of pictures. He's a photographer. Did he take any pictures of the driver? And Quilleran's like, no, mm-hmm. definitely not. And then as he's going back through these recordings, there's one where you hear them kind of talking bushy getting out and taking photos of different people in the group and so and coco yowls during that and so quilleran's kind of like he i don't think he's quite gotten there yet but i was reading it i was like oh that means there's definitely a picture of either bruce or bruce and irma or there's something that's going to tie in that's going to be important mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coco also does his little like death dance around <gasps> Irma's obituary oh and God. Quilleran's like I'll read it later it's fine don't worry about it and I'm like Quilleran <laughs> I know he was like I'm just gonna ignore this he even says too he's like oh that dance I know that dance I'll read the article later and it's like what are you hello <laughs> so we think that there is something in that article about Irma that is important yes yes or at least it you know in the in the way that coco can prove that mystery is afoot that maybe that is the proof that it was foul play yes indeed i don't know if there's anything else like there really was not i'm trying to clues that we might have missed um yeah i honestly don't know and i can't even remember how it ends there was something like sort of important. Oh yeah, it actually ends with um, the reveal that we actually already that we already revealed um, uh, with the car because he goes to the design firm, Amanda's design oh, firm, right. to give the pin to. Um, oh, I forget her name. The younger, the like ass- Amanda's assistant, Fran. Fran Brody. Oh, good old Fran. Good old Fran. Um, Quilleran's other lusty breathing oh, lady friend. It god damn it actually i think i think fran was the one that he originally lustily breathed after because she was playing something something yeah in that's one of right. the plays yeah she was playing yeah a one like of the them. leading lady in cooler and was huffing and puffing in the audience mm-hmm. yeah oh god huffing and puffing <laughs> gross um yeah the other thing i was gonna say i didn't know if so oh so yeah so that um our last chapter ends with quilleran finding that out with fran basically being like oh yeah that car that's the new chef and quilleran being like is he bearded and (laughs) and fran being like is he after polly yeah (laughs) yeah is he a big redhead from lockmaster (laughs) um and so he immediately calls the police um, from Fran Brody's, for, or from the design, Amanda's design firm. 
And Fran makes a sassy comment about how she's going to bill him for the for the phone charge. <laughs> oh, Fran. Oh, Fran. That's so Fran. That's so Fran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, the other thing I was going to say, I don't know if this is going to make any difference. I think this might have just been like, uh, like technically a comic relief. So when the the sassy older sisters discovered that one of their bags is missing and the one sister is like that had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewels in it i think it is larry decides to skip a few days of the tour as the tour continues on for him and the sister to drive all the way back to that other town so that she can report in person all the missing items oh yeah and it's like you know who knows if she's telling the truth but she claims that it's like at least one like one necklace we don't get like a total but um we do get that she has claimed that one necklace alone cost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. so we're assuming it's you know in in this day in this day and age that's quite a hefty amount i forget what we decided it that's equal to oh my god even in that day that's a hefty amount <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> regardless of uh inflation that's a hefty amount yeah. for a necklace but yeah with with inflation these days i'm sure it's at least double that yeah oh totally for sure yeah what else try to think if there are any other other little nuggets mysterious nuggets that we could um do you remember what polly gets back from the family she finds something in irma's handbag oh oh that's right we didn't really finish that whole thread so i think it's not that she finds something else so i think that's still the same no it was like confirmation of something yeah because what she finds out so when she gives the the file book or the um address book to quillerin she says, so I found Katie. I have not found Bruce, even though, oh, shit. No, that's what it was. Oh, my God. That's right. So we have the letter first. And then yeah. that's right. So she somehow, I forget exactly how she gets. She, yeah, she follows up with the the family. That's right, because she had the letter with Katie's name. but They didn't have an address book of Irma's contact. So Polly follows up with the family and asks, um, to go through Irma's belongings and finds the address book. So they yes. did eventually find a Catherine Gow something something. Yeah, it's like McBean <laughs> or something. It's like very Scottishy, like very um, yeah, some Scottish name in the address book. So Quillen actually calls her, right? And is like, is this like where you are his contact? Is this your brother? Um by the way your friend has passed along sorry yeah it's a very complicated conversation because a lot of things are happening (laughs) yeah but this was like a week later and it sounded like katie didn't have or like hadn't heard that the tour had ended or hadn't heard that like hadn't heard anything which is surprising because her brother totally bailed on the tour <laughs> right well that you would think that she would have like maybe heard from him but quillerin doesn't even bring it up he wasn't like so uh your brother bailed on us well yeah a couple things because she actually she's kind of sassy at the beginning so when quillerin initially calls her and is like hi i'm irma's friend katie is like oh yeah where the fuck is irma she was supposed to call me when she got to 
Ed- Edinburgh. Is that how you say mm-hmm. it in Scotland? Yeah. So yeah, I think that seems right. They were supposed to like meet up when uh, Irma got there, which obviously was supposed to have been like you know a week prior to what the time frame that Quillerin calls her. And uh, so she's initially kind of sassy, and then Quillerin's like, "Well, she is. What did you call it? She has transitioned to an ancestor. She's transition. She's transitioned. She's made her transition, which actually isn't too far off because he he puts on his." Uh, I always think it's funny when they talk about how Quillerin like puts on his uh his very um his like condolences voice and his very like sultry like gentle I'll help you through this voice. But he also says that's how he gets a lot of information out of people because he does also pump right pumper for information about her brother, which I think Polly had actually found out. So initially they couldn't find any information about Bruce in uh, Irma's address book, but Polly figures out when she finds Katie's information, it's Katie Gal McBean or whatever it is. And then she finds, then when she looks up Gal, she's like, Oh, I think McBean is a married name. I'm going to look up Gal. And then that's when she finds Bruce Gal as the like initial last name or the like, um, what's that word? The one that means you had a maiden maiden, maiden name. Um, Yeah. But then also, right, so in that conversation, he also is like, and by the way, is Bruce Gow your brother? And she's like, yes. And that's when it starts getting a little bit, she starts getting a little guarded and, you know, starts being a little bit more like. Yeah. And Quillerin was like, yep, no, he's great. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Quillerin's like, yeah, I'm not going to ask you what he was in jail for, but if you want to tell me, that's fine. But no. Okay. Yeah. No, he doesn't even bring that up. But um, yeah, she got, I remember her getting like there a little bit defensive towards the end. uh, And I forget Quillerin does disguise it well because he basically is just telling her about the service and that Irma has, has, uh, has deceased. Yeah, and he asked for, um, he was like, if you're willing to part with any photos for the family, that'd be great. So then that was his ask of her and then just kind of like smoothed it over from there and was like, all right, we'll be in touch. Goodbye. Right. Which is also smart, too, because if she's, you know, cooperative and, you know, best case scenario, they get pictures of, who knows, they get pictures of Bruce Gow that are helpful at some point in time, but. It sounds like maybe not, because it sounds like, well, I don't know. I mean, she sounds defensive now, but it sounds like she could be the kind of sister that's going to be like, oh, shit, my brother did something. Or the kind of sister who is like, oh, shit, I was supposed to be in cahoots with him, and he ran off with all the jewels. Oh, shit, yeah. Where's Irma? She was supposed to have coordinated this. That's true, because that was a thought, too. At one point, Quillerin and Polly, I think, are talking about it maybe on the plane. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just Quillerin. Or maybe it's Quillerin and Nick. That's the other thing that happens, too, is that uh, Lori Bamba, who is Quillerin's secretary, has, and, and also the cat authority, his, like, resident cat expert, has been, you know, doing all of his correspondence since he's been gone. And then uh, they have a call and they talk a little bit. And then her husband, Nick, apparently is, like, a really big true crime buff. And so he comes over to like breaking some letters he has to sign or some like documents or whatever. And then Quillerin invites him in for some scotch whiskey and then also to like talk about the case. And so I think it might have been there 
that they also kind of pontificate on the idea that Irma could have, especially because she did hire this guy and he did make off with Jules and then, you know, nefarious things beget nefarious things. So Mm, now she's dead by a potential murder it's like all kind of wrapped up together but that was the thing too is that nick is now kind of on the has his eye out for the bearded man yes that then quillerin tries to like quote-unquote warn polly about he's like i want her to be more careful i want to like not that she's not being careful i don't think he says it like that because that's kind of a little bit has like a little sexisty tones to it but i think he does it of like oh i'm worried about her i keep seeing this guy again or i've seen this guy again i've seen the car again and then he like goes to tell her and then he totally doesn't because he doesn't want to freak her out and i was like i mean maybe you should just tell her i mean yeah we'll get there yeah, true, true. Eventually, maybe chapters down the line. That's true. That's true. Are we forget anything? Is that? I don't think so. I think that's it for this section. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, I do like that we're back in Moose County. I mean, I liked that we had a little tour. I liked that we had a little cranky travel quiller in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it honestly when they were on the plane getting like champagne and like full service it just made me remember back to my my days of peace corps but like there's no better feeling than having like a really like stressful frantic kind of like grungy uh travel stint and then like treating yourself to something really nice and cushy afterwards like that is the best feeling in the world where you're like ah time to sit and sip champagne (laughs) that's true that is true that is 100 percent true yeah so guys go treat yourselves today go treat yourselves drink champagne yeah drink champagne and pet your kitties for us yeah yeah so thanks for listening guys we'll be back uh with the next section so that we've actually gotten through the first half of the cat who wasn't there now so yeah it's a miracle (laughs) it's always a miracle it's a kitty miracle um so yeah so you can find us on the social needs on Sorry, I got distracted by how much I hated that I said social means. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, it made me forget all of our handles. Uh, <laughs> we're Paranormal Captivity Pod on Instagram and Paranormal mm-hmm. Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can search us on... Oh, my God, I'm forgetting everything today. You can search <laughs> us on Patreon, uh, Paranormal Captivity and you can support us there. Uh, we do some extra little content there for you. And um, yeah, we're just so, so grateful for everyone who who supports us that way. Um, we have a book club on Goodreads, which is very fun. And sometimes I uh, update there when I forget to update, you know, like the last time when we were talking about <laughs> the book we were going to do. Um, yes. So sometimes that has some little Easter eggs that we haven't mentioned in real life yet. Um, 
And then also uh, there's a Facebook fan page for us, which is so, so sweet. Um, That is um, moderated by some really great people. Um, And every now and then I pop in to that group (laughs) with my fake Facebook account. (laughs) That's just a dinosaur cake profile picture. (laughs) Nice. But it still says me. Sorry, I'm not being a creep. It does say like Eva Gross. I just deleted my Facebook a long time ago. It oh, says God. mystery intruder. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I wanted to say mystery intruder so bad. <laughs> mystery Facebook group intruder. <sighs> that's a t-shirt too. Yeah. You missed your chance. Oh my God. Or maybe that's a tote bag. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, also, if you have listened this far. <laughs> yes. Eva. What's your favorite? What's your Harry Potter house? <gasps> oh my god, I'm so glad you remembered that. Ugh. I literally just remembered it and was like, oh my god, this probably should have happened before the social media stuff, but whatever. <laughs> no, I love it. You're a goddamn hero. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess? Because you seem to not know. I actually, I don't know. Are you a Gryffindor? No, no. you're a Hufflepuff. Yes, I was going to say, I feel okay. like mine's pretty obvious. <laughs> Hufflepuff. But maybe it's not, but it is definitely Hufflepuff. 100%. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Did you know that Hufflepuff in France is Puff Souple? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the best shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Puff Souple. <laughs> Are you saying Souffle or Souple? I, I think it's Puff Souffle. Oh my God. Do you? Oh my God. Okay. That's just information that I'm going to take with me throughout the rest of my life. <laughs> You'll have to double check with Aaron Farrow about that. Oh, fair. Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll check. Sh- the... Shout out to a childhood best friend. Yeah, yeah. We'll check with the Frenchies. <laughs> Who definitely doesn't know this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> but when she finds out in five years and listens back through and gets to this point. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> Oh. I think I think she's also a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I, she probably is. It's been way too long since I've read those. I was actually just thinking the other day. It's been I think since the last book came out that I read through all of them. Yeah, I need to. We're, I'm due for a reread through all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your was, house, Julia? Oh, I was gonna ask what um your Patronus is oh well this feels like a trick question because i know you know and i don't well um, I, I think i remember but i'm it, not 100 percent sure was it a greyhound dog yeah that's what i was thinking okay or it was either a greyhound or like some sort of like big terrier yeah okay i thought so which i love i think that's a great patronus to have yeah no totally I also, even though I know Dewey was not, he was a Weimaraner, he wasn't a Greyhound, yeah. but they look a little similar, so sometimes I like to picture kind of a little Dewey, little Dewey oh, Patronus. Aw, Dewey. Dewey. Yeah, he would fight those Dementors. He would. He would be a great, maybe, oh, because R.I.P. Dewey, maybe he is a Patronus now. Oh, he's a Patronus now. Oh, I know that's not really how it works. It's okay. I I don't need a lesson (laughs) on Patronuses, but I just thought it's a nice thought. (laughs) Yeah. He has transitioned into Patronus. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Oh, buddy. Oh, Julia. Yes. Tell us what your house is. Um, I'm a hundred thousand percent Slytherin. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes, you are. I've taken that test so many times, and every single time, it's like, don't even, don't even try. <laughs> Stop taking this don't test. Even we try have told to you. Trick us into. <laughs> you get a strongly worded letter from the sorting hat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, listen, we we know you keep trying to see if you've like switched sides or whatever, but this is not Myers Briggs. You're Slytherin for life. <laughs> oh god that's funny and what's your patronus i don't think i know i knew that you were slytherin i don't think i know what your patronus is um i'm actually very proud of my patronus it's a shark (gasps) oh wait i did know that that is pretty badass (laughs) was it um cedric diggory's no cedric diggory didn't have a shark patronus but he had the shark head or no that was crumb oh my god i need to think that was crumb yeah god damn it crumb did the did the shark head um for one of the the lake trial for the yeah and the the trial was a tournament yes. that's right that's right that's right i'm getting it all wrong oof well that was fun yeah thanks for listening this far guys if you got to it i know we snuck <laughs> that in after yeah after let us know the... what your houses are yeah seriously let us know and if We're anyone out there has interested a... oh my god if anyone has a cat patronus send me a picture yeah for sure oh my god all right bye bye